The following is a presentation of Muddy River News. What kind of shows will you see on Muddy River Gems each month? The same award-winning storytelling from Mark McDonald and crew that you enjoyed for nearly 20 years on PBS. Muddy River Gems with host Mark McDonald. A new episode every month online from Muddy River News. Hey everybody, welcome to the Daily Muddy. I'm Ashley Conrad and joining me today is my friend Brandon Weber. How's it going, Brandon? It's going awesome. Good. Absolutely awesome. Thank you for coming. So my pleasure. The... Um, you reached out to me a little bit ago uh, about something awesome that you're, so of course you are a scout, right? What is your official title? So I'm technically the Scoutmaster of Troop 91 here in Quincy. Scoutmaster of Troop 91, but where are you in like the rankings? So uh, as far as rank, as far as advancement, uh -huh. so when I was a youth, I became an Eagle Scout in 1997. Okay. So if you count all of my scouting experiences, I'm approaching 25 years. 25 years. Yeah. Okay. So you're like Master Scout. Uh, well, I don't is know Is there about such that. a thing? I don't know. <laughs> Eagle Scout's considered the highest rank. It is? Yes. Okay. Okay. And of course, there's additional uh, what we call Eagle Palms that if you get so many merit badges after Eagle Scout, you can add those to you. Okay. More, more knowledge, more training, that sort of thing. Thing, perfect but, uh, perfect that, that's very cool did. i was a uh, i was a brownie when i was a kid and i still remember i don't know if it was two or three what's boy scouts three three okay so it's uh on my honor i will try to serve god in my country like that that's Look the beginning that. i know and that was from like <laughs> one year of being a brownie um, but i will say it was so impactful um just because of almost like the self-esteem and the projects that you get involved in and of course um community involvement it's just very very cool so um not only are you very involved in the scouts but your family is yes. also right so you have two boys i have i have two boys one is an eagle scout and one is finishing his eagle scout project now yeah and then my daughter uh because uh, about was it four years ago now uh they changed the the name of the program from boy scouts of america to scouts. scouts bsa is what they call it now mm -hmm. and of course you know there's some there's some feelings both ways about yeah, it. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I always ask myself this question, you know, my daughter was basically raised by three Eagle Scouts through the scouting program. Right. For me, it's, you know, you, you were talking about the, the on my honor, yeah. the Girl Scouts. Uh -huh. and, and Boy Scouts, we have what's called the Scout Law, and it's 12 points. And it's trustworthy, loyal, helpful, friendly, courteous, kind, obedient, cheerful, thrifty, brave, clean, and reverent. And you look at all, <laughs> you look at all 12 of those and ask yourself, does not every young lady and young man have all those 12 characteristics? Sure, sure. And so that's where I really opened up to it. That's a good I way to frame it. Yeah, I, yeah. Grew, I grew up with you know, all boys, yeah. you know, all male leaders, mm -hmm. and it, it was a great experience for me. And now my daughter gets to do it. She's yeah. so excited. That's really cool. Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that. Because, I mean, of course, there is a little bit of controversy, but not here. We don't care about that's that, right. right? I mean, we like, uh, I love the fact that your daughter gets to now join you. Um, and when I say join you, you guys have a lot of stuff going on. One thing in particular, um, and we'll see if Lila is going to do this with you, but uh, you guys have a huge backpacking trip coming yes, up, right? we do. And this is... When I, this is what brought up this whole conversation because it's just outstanding to me. It, it, it's unbelievable. I actually got to go in 1996 with another troop because my troop actually did not offer the high adventure in New Mexico. Okay. So uh, through scouting, I met another family that I'm still friends with today. 
and they actually had a 12 crew spot available and asked me, hey, do you think you can get a crew together in Quincy? 24 hours later, I called them back and I said, my crew's full. Done. We're done. Yeah. So we're going to the San, Sando de Cristo Mountains in okay. New Mexico. Uh, and it's, it's 12 days is what they call it. 10 days on the trail and there's a day on each end for check-in and check-out. Okay. And we're going to cover we, we the boys actually lead and select everything. So they selected all of their leadership positions. They selected their itinerary, what things they want to do, which trails they want to hit. And they, they got a 61 mile rugged trip, uh, averaging between 6,000 and 11,400 feet of elevation yeah. in 10 days. And when you're saying rugged, we're talking rugged. I mean, they're cooking off a campfire, they are staying in sleeping bags. I mean, do they build, do they take tents? Do they build their, what do they do? Everything you take is on your back. Ugh. So the only yeah. thing that you get to swap is once or twice during that 10 days, you drop off your trash and you grab your next three or four days of food. So you leave camp, there's 11 of us going. We leave camp, we hike to our first camp and we're literally in the mountains for 10 days. Wow. And we hike out and we get a picture underneath the big sign that says we finished it and they we live out it. of their backpacks, yeah. Okay, so um, I had already asked you this before uh, the camera went live, but what ages are these kids? Because it just it's right. just so incredible to me. So um, normally a youth is uh becomes an adult in the scouting program at 18. okay but at our high adventure bases if you're under 21 you can be considered a youth okay so uh we're taking kids from 14 to 19 years old and you can go as early as 13 wow. and have finished the eighth grade oh my gosh so it's a big range it's kind of the quintessential the only way and i actually wore my patch today i got this in 1996 the only way you can get this patch is to finish the 12 day trek wow it's the only way see i think about my oldest is 13 now uh and i think about her doing there's just no way in hell there's just no way so i definitely applaud everybody who's brave enough uh who has you know the dedication to do this and i, I just think it's cool and i love um, what the scouts are doing for our youth, because not only do you go on high adventures, you also do, um, you know, you instill some values that are of course very important. You wanna go into a little bit about what you think about the scouting program does. A absolutely, it's, it's why I've worn the uniform for 25 years. And I'll start with this. The, one of the reasons we wear the uniform is in scouting, it doesn't matter if you're rich or you're poor, or you're from the, what people call the bad side of town or the good side of town. Right. Or you know, it doesn't matter. Once we put the uniform on, we're all equal. And the reason we wear the uniform is to serve. Everything we do is about service. Yeah. We, we learn our skills to be able to serve. If everybody remembers the news from last summer, there was a train derailment in Missouri on the train coming back from Philmont. And a whole bunch of scouts just jumped into action. Wow. I mean, can you imagine any other school organization from 13 to 18 years old where these kids would immediately jump in and start providing first aid and support. Right. I can't. No. And so awesome. that's what makes me so proud of it is to be able to have youth that do that. They serve. Right. You know, we're chartered at the uh, Eagles Club and uh, they're, they're nonprofit. They serve as well. And so one of the things that I do on a scouting basis that's so important is I continue to work with those organizations that are nonprofit to show the scouts that even though you age out at 18, you there there's enough activities out there yeah. where you can volunteer and serve for your entire life right 
And that's what that's what I love about the program. Yeah. Scout for life. That's right. right. Yeah, that's exactly. awesome. So um, I know you mentioned an expo coming up. Now, is this a type of expo where you get to show your stuff and kind of um, inform, I guess, if you will? So if people are interested in becoming a scout or how does that what? How does that work? Yeah, so we're going to host at the uh, Eagles Club. They have a building in the back they refer to as the Alps Building, and we've got that for all day Saturday. We're going to host an expo, check-ins around noon, and then we're going to kind of wrap up the activities at 4, and we're actually going to have dinner. All the people who attend are going to help prep the dinner oh, and nice. we'll cook it but we've got activities such as you know r- knots and lashings we're going to have first aid demonstration where they can get gloves on and hands on wow. and practice different skills uh I've, I've got a whole list i've i've been uh working with the kids to try to figure out all the activities but what it's meant for is just to let people know we're here yeah you know once you get into august and school starts and sports and things like that it's really hard to say okay what do we want to do and that's what I like about scouting. We meet once once a week, and then we try to camp out one weekend a month is what we do. And then we usually have some sort of event in the summer. But it's meant for, we're going to invite everybody that wants to come out. Uh, bring your parent, um, mom, dad, aunt, uncle, whoever, and just try it out. There's no obligation. If you want to sign up, if you want to come to a couple of meetings and check it out, we're going to be there. Yeah. But it's just a, meant for the boys to demonstrate all the things they're learning. Sure. The boys are going to be leading the stations with adult support okay. and just show them, hey, you know, you want to do some stuff that you probably don't get to do at home, like learn how to use a saw. Yeah. And uh, we're going to do a fire starting station. We'll have flint and steel. We'll do magnifying glass. I mean, all those things just to try out, you know, the scouting program, some sure. of the basic skills, just have fun and eat a good meal together. Yeah, so. just, yeah, get a, get a little awareness, see what it's all about and see if it's something that will interest you or your kids. And I mean, uh, in my mind, learning any of those skills is, it can't be anything but good. Right? It, yeah. I mean, there's 135 merit badges. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You only need 21, 22 to become an Eagle Scout. And those are the core. Okay. But that leaves you another 110 different things. And, I, and I'll give you an example. My son actually learned how to weld at summer camp. Oh, sweet. He just graduated from John Wood with his, his uh, AWS and his John Wood welding certificate. Oh. And he's going to head to pipe welding school. There you go. He's going to join a local company and he's not, he doesn't turn 19 until August. We make it north of 25 bucks an hour. He's well on his way. He is. Yeah. And, and he, lear- he learned that in scouting. Yeah. yeah. Thanks to scouts. That is so cool. So you mentioned the expo is Saturday. Let's just be clear on the date. September 16th. September 16th. Yes. Um, and it's at the Eagles Alps. Yep. Okay. And everybody's welcome. Absolutely. Okay. You did mention yep. boys. Now does the Quincy scouting program allow gals? Absolutely. Okay. So, and we're going to have, what they do is, uh, I'm part of what they call Troop 91. Uh-huh. And then um, because we're chartered by the same organization, we'll have Troop 91G, which is the girls okay. um, troop okay. alongside of us. So we'll Perfect. all be there. Doesn't matter. Um, if you're younger than fifth grade and you're more interested in Cub Scouts, we'll have information there, but still come out have fun during Check the day. It yeah, it's going to yeah. be totally free. Learn how to tie some knots and start some fires. There you go. I think that sounds so cool. It's so fun. I'm yeah. so excited that about it. That sounds awesome. Well, yes. Brandon, thank you so much for chatting with me. Good luck on your, uh, what do you call it? High adventure hike? Hi- high adventure hike. That at is Philmont so Scott cool. Ranch. Okay, now yes. can you, do you have a camera? You can take camera, you can take pictures and yes. stuff? Yes. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll have a few cell phones. There's yeah. not much cell phone service I out bet. there, yeah. so it'll be on airplane mode for about right. 12 days or so, but we'll definitely take some pictures. All right, do that. We'd love to see them. All right. Thanks for coming on chat with me. I really appreciate it. Yes. All right. Coming up next, Britt B and Ash C and Coffee Talk.
The Liquor Booth is your home for a huge selection of beer, wine, and spirits. The Liquor Booth has two locations in Quincy, 3520 Broadway and 1500 North 12th Street. The Liquor Booth, where it's always happy hour. Welcome to the Abbey, a Quincy tradition. With six big screens, a new larger kitchen, and now more seating capacity, the Abbey is the place to be before, during, and after the big game. Come enjoy fan favorite appetizers, steaks, burgers, and a variety of daily food and drink specials. Can't join us? Carryout is available too. Now with a convenient drive-up window to better serve you. 1736 Spring in Quincy. Opens at 3 p.m. Tuesday through Sunday. Come join all your friends at the Abbey, a Quincy tradition. Instant Replay is your local sports bar. With 18 big screen TVs, we have all the sports packages from college games to pro games. We offer daily drink specials and come check out the bullpen, our newly renovated beer garden. Instant Replay, 2739 Chestnut in Quincy. A great night's sleep starts at Harvey's Furniture. Check out the large selection of complete bedroom sets. And when it comes to mattresses, we have a full selection from Bemco, Spring Air, and Chatham and Wells. Harvey's Furniture, our home, your home. Are you looking for the perfect venue for your next special event? Check out Utopia Event Center. Utopia has a large banquet room and an awesome bar area, perfect for anything from birthday parties to formal corporate meetings. It also offers a photo booth, stage for a DJ or a live band, and a fully stocked bar, all for only $300. Check us out at utopiaeventcenter.com or call Barn at 217-430-6559 for more information. Utopia Event Center, 900 North 12th Street in Quincy. And welcome back. Now it's time for uh, my favorite and hopefully one of your favorite yeah. segments. It is Coffee, Coffee Talk. Talk. And of course, it's with uh, Britt B and Ash C. And I know some people may hate that, but we don't care. <laughs> um, so Coffee Talk today is a little on the somber side. Uh, but there, of course, is something happening in Quincy that... Um, you know, although we wish it weren't happening at all, it is. Yeah. And that is, uh, of course, what we're talking about is the Bleefnik trial, um, which if you have social media at all, you have seen Muddy River News all over it. They're covering it. Covering it. Um, and I've seen so many people, I've had so many people contact me and say, wow, you know, nice work on um, the real-time coverage. Uh, cameras, as far as I know, are not allowed in, in the courtroom. Um, There's the pool camera footage, and that's pool camera that's footage. It. Yep, um, but they, but we have people. So uh, between Bob and David, as of right now, are covering, um, kind of in shifts to make sure that they can bring you the latest, almost minute by minute, minute by so minute. So you're gonna find that on, um, you can find it on your Facebook feed. They're doing mm -hmm. a really good job through that. Very good. Um, yeah. Twitter, all the social media feeds, and then if you don't have the app, you want to get the app. Uh, some people are a little confused and were asking me, hey, how do I get the app? It's not showing up under my app store. Oh, when you, you search wanna, it? Yeah, yeah. You want to type in Muddy River News altogether, no spaces. No spaces. So that's Muddy River the, News, no spaces. Yep, and, and that's a big deal. Yeah. And it is, I mean, again, like I said, it's not something, of course, nobody wishes this upon anyone. I mean, we want justice for Becky. We want to make sure that, that justice is served um, swiftly and correctly. Uh, <coughs> but it is important uh, that that the public knows what's happening and not necessarily just for public information or so everybody knows what's happening minute by minute. Um, but I think it's really important that uh, the media is privy to um, what's happening because it almost holds, um, it holds people accountable. So what Bob and I were just talking about and you were saying, uh, it 
who's going to watch The Watchmen, right? Mm -hmm. So you have uh, prosecution, defense, you have a judge, um, you have people there who are supposed to be upholding the law and process. Sometimes those things may be brought into question and the media, especially Muddy River News, will do just that. And because this is like a I mean, it's been covered internationally, yes. worldwide. Oh, gosh. So, I mean, that shows the importance also of local coverage, too. Yes. Because then we're, you know, giving the inside, yeah, I guess, information and not really necessarily getting it wrong. Well, and not... You know, we, like we said with, I forgot, it was Inside Edition inside or something edition. covering oh, it. Oh, God. They and all kind of got that wrong. Well, they, it's, um, what is it, like, fanatical? It's, they, they're just wanting clicks. They just yes. want viewership. So they're willing to make it so outlandish and have it based on family feud yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, the, none of that so is So you're not going to get that with Muddy River News. You're not going to, yeah, you're not going to get, uh, so what Muddy River do, News is trying to do is just make sure that both the public is informed, um, and in a way that no other news source, as far as I know, is doing it. Yeah. Uh, and also holding people accountable to make sure that um, processes are followed, that the law is upheld, that things are um, copacetic, that things are happening in a way that they should, because this is very important. I mean, again, it's just, it's tragic. And the outcome is, it, either way, the, the outcome is not great. It's not mm -hmm. gonna be good either way. But uh, it's just, it's important to be informed. And I think that's what we're doing really well. And yeah. I do wanna say, um, we, I said we, I'm not doing anything, <laughs> really. I mean, I mean, we're reviewing right now. We are, yeah. So, um, but along with that, uh, as far as the Daily Muddy, things that I'm doing, um, I, there are some, I have, of course, everybody has opinions. Um, I have, you know, my own perception. I hope that when we're speaking about things, um, you know, if I have an opinion on something, it's not the opinion of Muddy River News. It's yeah. not, it, it may not be fact-based. It's my perception, my, you know, my own logic comes into play. And I may say something, and I've said things before that I've had to apologize for. Um, there are gonna be things said throughout this entire trial that, that are not gonna ever, upset people. Because there are two sides, right, you know. Well, this is gonna really draw, I think, a community line in yes. the sand. You yeah. know, with a lot of people, um, like even with friendships and that yeah, kind of stinks it does um it's almost inevitable though yeah yeah so like when we are speaking i guess realize you know we are regular people that are forming opinions just like you are yes. based on the coverage that we are receiving right. through muddy river news right so i mean yeah we might not always say the things that you want us to say right. but i'm going to say the thing i guess that might be coming to my mind and sure. like you said um yeah, the first and foremost thing is this is tragic. Yeah. It is happening here. Um, there are a lot of people that I've read online and they're making, um, you know, public comments on the Muddy River News forum that because it's held here that he's not going to receive a fair trial. I mean, it's already happening. It's already here. Yeah. Um, what, what do are you think? Your, okay, I was going to ask you yeah. what your thoughts were. I, I, I understand where they're coming from with that, but I want to, like, I guess give you a different perspective. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, if anything, if I were in the defendant's shoes, I think I would want my case to be heard in the community around me. Right. You know, I mean, I see both sides, but like, look at it this way just for a second. Um, I think it would be beneficial to have your case heard by 
people that you know and being surrounded by a community that you know if you do you know I don't know like that's yeah. more of a, I think you well, have more of a chance it's here with like this. everybody would be or could be a character judge right if that was all that was on trial right yeah. because even if you do or don't know Tim or you do or you know didn't know Becky uh there are people who think they know yeah right um they both went to church they both you know I mean it's it could be good or bad my only thing is yeah I get where you're coming from just with that whole like all true crime podcasts are thriving on um you know you see like white woman mysteriously ends up dead yeah it gets pointed you know to the husband people like thrive on this this is not gonna like it changing locations is not gonna change the fact that people thrive on that or like the no the uh it's i hate to even use but yeah people people do tend to i mean it's just most podcasts i looked up like true crime crime, podcasts yeah it's all the rage that's it's gotta be human nature like we just we're so curious and we're so um I don't know. It's almost, yeah, the psychology of it. Yeah, I don't really want to like, yeah. I don't really know the ethics no, behind I don't all either. that. But no. like I'm just saying, it really, it, it is fact. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. I don't think moving it is going to change, I, I guess, moving giving it, it. Go ahead. I think, like I said, I, I don't know. I would want to be surrounded by the community, the support of the community that he does, yeah. the, the people that are on that side yeah. that think and support him. Right. Like you want to be around that and moving it elsewhere you're gonna lose that well I think it goes to um, the jurors can you find impartial jurors right and um, the fact that they were not sequestered meaning they don't have to stay away from access to media Mm -hmm. or access to one another or access to family members or um, that says a lot I'm not exactly sure why that was done but the ability to be an impartial juror is why you would want a change of venue Uh, Mm -hmm. Quincy is a very small town and like I said, a lot of people do know Tim. A lot of people didn't know Becky. A lot of people know the situation or think they know. Mm-hmm. Um, so the finding, what is it, 12 and then some alternate jurors mm-hmm. who are impartial, who haven't seen or already made up their mind about this case, I thought was going to be difficult. Now, that being said, it's covered. I it's feel been like covered internationally. Who hasn't seen the case? Right. So. I feel like um, Bob and I were chatting and he was like, I think I could be impartial. I do feel like I could be impartial based on um i don't have ties i know one of the questions when um, trying to select jurors was divorce i mean i have some experience but not enough to sway one way or the other Mm -hmm. i'm very i think i'm very um fact driven when it comes to making decisions i like logic placed behind things Mm -hmm. uh, you know um but yeah i feel like that would and i'm not saying that i do agree with a change of venue I think what what's happening now is what what is supposed to happen, mm-hmm. um, but I understand why people thought that there should be because it was it is yeah such no a small I see community. both sides but I guess I'm just saying yeah. hey it's happening so maybe it view is. it this way yeah um, and yeah as far as like the defense does it make you look more or less guilty if you ask for a change of venue I don't know I don't know that's it's just interesting to think about all this another interesting thing that we talked about um, the jury selection that happened yesterday mm-hmm. so it is um comprised of um six men six women i did think that was kind of interesting in yeah. this world where you know like sex and gender don't exist yeah in uh jury selection it sure does. the hell does um yeah what 
Like, why do you think that? Um, I mean, I don't know the the jury selection pool. I know there were they were going to have like seventy or something, and then they they only had to reach I think a number of like forty three, mm-hmm. um, which is interesting to me. Just the the sheer numbers behind it. Um, I think if they can find someone impartial based on the questions they were asking as to prove, um, you know, being biased or not, mm-hmm. I, I think, Don't it, think it is based on sex at all. I mean, I think in a, in a case, see, this is where I get a little nervous because in a case, yeah, I get that in yeah. a case involving, um, you know, the, the crimes that mm-hmm. are alleged here, uh, I think it is important to have a balance. Mm-hmm. I think I so too. Um, but I also think that it, had it been four men and, and eight mm-hmm. women, um, I don't know. I think, I think there is a, there's a very high responsibility here to make sure that it is fair and balanced. Yep. And maybe that does have something to do yep. with it. I didn't even think about that before. So yeah, thanks for I bringing thought that, that to light. That, that is interesting. interesting. That is. Um, and they did give their opening statements. Um, which was interesting to see. Again, if you haven't seen this, uh, go on you know Facebook uh, for b- basically minute by minute updates. It's just so interesting to me. Um, and I have been on a jury before, and it is one of the most interesting times. That it's one of the most interesting things I've ever done. But to see something like this unfolding and to be able to basically put yourself in a courtroom is very interesting. Um, sad, but interesting. The um, there is. When you read some of the opening statements on both sides, there there is a clear, there's yeah. there's a clear story there, and I don't want to say you know, fact or fiction or you know, what what Miss Schnock said was that, that it tells a good story. Well, yeah. I mean, anybody who's reading it is probably gathering the same story. Yeah, right. So it's just interesting to to be able to read it, to be able to read it real time, to understand what's going on. Again, heartbreaking. Um, I will say one of the most common comments one of the um the commonalities amongst everybody following all of this is uh, pray for that family pray for um pray for uh, you know a outcome of justice and the boys and it's just and just her family having to relive this oh, again God. today that, yeah. that one kind of that hit me a little it's a hard. gut punch man i can't even imagine that is a total gut punch but um you know of course, if we could change the past, we would. But mm-hmm. this is this is what's happening today. Um, I would urge everyone um, watching, reading, um, staying up to date. You know, keep your mind open. Um, try to you know, I guess, be objective. Try to think about. You know, it's going to be difficult. Yeah, but I mean, really, there needs to be. I mean, in our court system, is just a whole in the case yeah and i mean that it that's i know that's that's the only thing that um i I don't know like it's kind of strange to think that that could change everything just a small hole in the case could could change it could one everything one simple factor could change the outcome of anything and that that goes for you know anything but um even if you don't agree with what's happening i guess I, again, would urge you to stay, um, I don't know, try not to let it divide you, especially on social media when oh, yeah. when there are so many people who are involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've seen the, I think. And it's a close-knit community. It is. Let's not let that line. Don't uh, let it tear through a community that at this time, more than any time, needs to be supportive um, of one another mm-hmm. and understanding and yep. reach out and 
chat with your neighbor and but keep it you know keep it uh respectful and yeah last and, thing uh yeah. real quick if you are also having any trouble covering or like following anything yeah. um i guess this one's more for like my grandma or people that yeah. you know want to They're follow interested. sure yes. sure uh -huh. um in your search bar you can type in the hashtag, hashtag leafnik leaf trial. trial you yeah. can type that in your search bar and you know facebook yeah. you can type it in the search bar on the muddy river news app yep. you can type it in twitter and all that coverage will be brought up all together at once right that's what hashtags are for yeah that is if you didn't know hashtag, yeah. now, you hashtag know. now you know hashtag now you know but uh, now you know <laughs> yeah and this trial is supposed to be um it's supposed to last around two weeks i believe mm -hmm. so we will do our best to bring you um as much coverage as possible um yeah i think and that that does that do it i think so right. it was a pretty heavy coffee it talk. is yeah but sometimes those are uh unavoidable yes say. so was it still nice talking to you it's always it? nice talking yeah. to you all right uh i guess on that note that does it for today's coffee, coffee talk, talk. We'll catch you here next time muddy river news our home our news